Blog Talk Radio. Hey, good morning, everybody, and welcome back to the Best Life Cafe. My name is Kathy Anello. Here with my co-host is Carrie Butler. And this today's show, we're giving you a summer recap, and boy, what a summer it has been. If you've been listening to any of the shows that we had this summer, you know that we had Carrie Sires on talking about six planets in retrograde. Carrie and I have made some personal, professional changes, send our kids out into the world. We've been moving, weddings, births. It certainly hasn't been boring. Carrie, how are you this morning? Good morning. I think that the hardest thing for me is to wrap my head around is that, like, it's it's not summer anymore, you know? Yeah. Like, it's just weird, right? It's just weird, like, wait, we took a break kind of at summer? Like, it was just weird. But I'm really happy to be back on the air, so happy, cannot even tell you. And I must apologize, I'm driving right now, you guys. I had a little hiccup with a getting my daughter to school today. So if I sound a little jiggly, it's just because I'm trying to make it back to the beach where I live and then I will I will be fine. But anyway, I'm just happy to be here. It's been yeah, it's been a crazy crazy freaking summer, I got to say. So you want to go I think first? that everybody that yeah, everybody yeah, everybody that I've talked to this summer has has also sort of had that energetic like wow, a lot has gone on. Like let's start like with the funnest thing we've done this summer. So for me I was thinking about like what was the funnest thing that I have done? And and I have to say I had a lot of really fun days this summer. I even kind of posted a like what was your famous moment? One of them was in Los Angeles, of course, being in LA was the best this summer for me. But I went to the funnest family Italian wedding. And it was at the Julia Morgan Ballroom in San Francisco and everybody was dressed to the hilt. And it was a six-course dinner and dancing and so much love and so beautifully decorated with pink and white roses that it was magical. And I went with my niece and my whole family was there, a lot of my family. And it was just one of those days that you just didn't want to end. So that was one of my favorite times out in the world. I also saw uh, Van Morrison with my friend Annie who treated me, and that was how I ended my summer. It was like August 15th, and it was just fantastic. Fantastic. And another great thing, I had a new baby grandson. Baby Jackson was born on August the 20th, and he was three weeks early, and so he was a little bit of a surprise, and he was precious. He's absolutely just an angel sent to our family, and we're so blessed. And so those were just some of the really joyful moments that I had. How about you? Okay, first of all, do you know, like, okay, we talk just about every day. This is the very first <laughs> time that I heard his name. Like, I didn't oh, know what, right? I didn't know that Jackson was Jackson. Like, I because we so was, I'm a Jackson, so. Jackson Kai. So and Kai K A I means Kate from Hawaii. It's a Hawaiian name, Kai. Because yeah, because they they love they love Hawaii, and so Jackson J A X O N. Oh, fancy K A I. Yeah. I love that. Oh yeah, I love. Well, I have to say, hmm. 
The mo- well, I think that the most fun that I had this summer was um, it's kind of bittersweet because it's like the most fun and the the and one of the most touching was that I took my um, so my my son came to school. I took him to New York for college and dropped him off. Um, but before we left, we all went to Disneyland, and it's one of those. Like Disneyland is just our thing, and yeah. Jack, son Jack, he took his. Oh, hold on, we're getting a little, little uh, activity here with the fire. Um, <laughs> Welcome he, to the city. He took, yeah, he took his girlfriend, and they were there for two days, and then Chloe, my daughter, and I, we went down and met them the second day, and just. You know, to to be at Disneyland, of course, is just super fun and love it so much. But to just kind of, like, walk down memory lane and, you know, Disney, like, my kids grew up at Disneyland. Like, literally grew up there starting at the age of two. So they know Disneyland like the back of their head. Like, it's home to them. It really is home to them. And just being able to be there with him and, you know, and just have him experience it kind of, I'm not saying for the last time, but, you know, just before he went off to school and stuff, that for me was the most fun. That really was the most fun. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. And now I'm thinking, is she going to be able to even say, I took my son to school without crying? Because I know that every time no. you said it to me, you haven't been able to stop crying. But, uh, well, I'm fighting the tears right now. Of course you are. Of course you are. I have so many things. I was just thinking, like, oh, my God, which way do I go? So uh, one of the things that I wanted to share that I did and I haven't been able to share since I've done it was I went to 1440, and that's how I ended my summer, the weekend before Labor Day. And if you're not listening to the This Is 50 podcast with Sherry and Nancy, you need to go to your phone, go to your iTunes, put them on your playlist because they are amazing, and they put on the most amazing weekend with Deepak Chopra, Chris Carr, Nate Berkus, and Jeremiah, uh, uh, Dr. Laura, Danny Shapiro, and this amazing person called Angela Manuel Davis. And I want to say, for my opinion, she was like a fitness evangelist. She had you on your feet, pulling possibilities out of the sky, stamping, you know, throwing down your unforgiveness and pushing them down with compassion. And all of this, you're doing this active, super high-intensity workout while you're getting the emotion out at the same time. I won't be able to say it without crying because it took so much grief out of my body in 15 minutes that had been sitting there for four months. And I was like, when it happened, it was like this whole body experience. So you can find her on YouTube. She also teaches Soul Cycle in L.A. And she is the, one of the most motivating, phenomenal women I've ever had the pleasure of being around. And I hugged her for 40 seconds. Like, she did not let me go because she saw the grief. Like, she saw what happened to me. It was just such a great experience. And then... I got to sit with Dr. Laura Berman, who if you've never heard of her, she's on like Steve Harvey and she has her own podcast and she's been on Oprah and she uh, sat and talked with me for 15 minutes about things that I 
felt like I got expert advice from. And Deepak, of course, I got to shake his hand and thank him for the meditations. And Nate Burkus gave us, like, amazing tips for our houses and how to decorate. And we'll talk about that when we have uh, Dorena on in a couple of weeks. And Danny Shapiro gave us writing lessons and Chris Carr gave us everything she had. And it was one of the most exquisite weekends I could have spent. If you've never been to 1440 Multiversity, look it up. It's amazing. Your life will change when you go there. Rant over. (laughs) Wow. 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 So great. And it was a perfect weekend. It was perfect. That's just, that's just awesome, babe. I'm, I know, I know how much it moved you and I just, yeah. Yeah. so happy that you were able to have that experience. Mm-hmm. Perfect um, well, timing. <laughs> I gotta, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, it's been, wow, it's just been a summer, right? Like it just really, mm-hmm. I, I can't even really put my finger on it, but I almost feel like the only thing that I can say is like it was almost like it was an out-of-body experience summer, you know? Like I remember Carrie when she talked to us all the planets in retrograde and you know like what the heck like six planets in retrograde and some crazy eclipses that we've had that like we've just not had and you know going off on a, on a little bit of a tangent is the fact that right now we have like weather wise we have like some crazy stuff happening right now which is just you know like everything is early like hurricane season is is earlier now and the weather is warm like crazy warm like 90 degree warm and so it's causing havoc and so i guess it's just like the winding down of everything like you know it's just it was uh it was a summer but i do have to say in regards to you know the most memorable thing of the summer i do want to talk about saying goodbye to my son at school and I do have to say there are some there's some precious moments you know and I will cry probably but it was like a whirlwind (laughs) Um, he really wanted to spend as much time as he could with his friends here um, at home so we left on Wednesday and he moved in Thursday and I was literally back on a plane at home on Friday like (laughs) midnight like it was insane and, you know, like, I, we, we got there, and we did, like, a Target run at night, and we had dinner, and we tried to sleep, and we couldn't really sleep. And, you know, the good news is, is that we got to his dorm before his roommate, so he got to choose his side, which is, you know, kind of, kind of important, right? It's like you, you know, just yeah. want to get in and settled. And then we, yeah. we did what we needed to do, and, you know, as a mom, oh, um, as a mom, I always knew that saying goodbye was imminent, you know, like it was coming. It was just. Sure. That's and what happens like, when our kids grow. Right. <laughs> exactly. But, you know, like walking down the aisles of Target, like I wasn't, I wasn't sobbing, but like literally it was like tears were just streaming down my face. And he was so sweet about it. He would just like come over and like hug me and go, mom, I love you. You know, like. It's okay. And, and I got him all set up. And I think the most meaningful thing for me and the most gut-wrenching is when I did say, when I we did have to say goodbye. 
And, you know, my son does not wear his, uh, his feelings on his sleeve at all. And literally, he just collapsed in my arms and oh. just sobbed. Just sobbed and just was just like, Mom, I love you so much. Like, thank you for, like, because it was just me and him. Like, nobody else came to say goodbye to him or anything. And I'm so glad because that was such a moment for me that I will never forget. And it was just, you know, I'm so glad that it was you that got me all taken care of here and moved in and, you know, you made my bed. And it was, it was the most intense moment. And then I actually had to stay in his dorm room for a little while. He had to go to a barbecue and, and they just, you know, had so many fun things planned for them. And, um, then I got, uh, I got his room like kind of finished all together. And then all of a sudden his dorm room, the door opened and it was him again. And I'm like, hi. And he said, mom, I was just hanging out with some friends in their room, but I knew you were still here. So I just came to give you another hug. And it was just Aww. like, but then, you know, and we, I've talked to him a couple times. I sent him a care package. Um, <laughs> I just have to, I just have to tell you the funniest thing. He, so he texted me, um, uh, I just have to read you like this little funny thing. So I sent him a care package and <laughs> he said, he sent me a thing yesterday. He goes, hi mom. I got the first box earlier today and I loved it. You are the best. And I said, oh, thanks, honey. I'm so glad. And then he texts me back and he goes, how do you literally think of everything? Oh, <laughs> and it's just like, there you oh go. my God. You know, it's like, because I did, I put in some crazy funny stuff and, and um, anyway, like Pop-Tarts and little clips for, you know, chips and stuff like that. So that well, was that's for good me. for that all was... of our listeners who have those children out there that left for college and you're kind of going through this, you know, yeah. um, this is what you do. You, you send them packages and you FaceTime. Luckily, there's time. And so if you miss their face, you can actually do it. And, and I think, you know, I always remembered this one line that the mommies did in their comedy show that always got me through. And it was like, they grow and they go. And that is the reality of us raising our children for, you know, however many years you're lucky enough to have them home. And I say lucky enough because I never wanted my daughter to leave, you know. And uh, so I think it's like you, it's, we always know it's coming and it is a grieving process. It's the same thing, you know, of, that I was talking about earlier. Grief is lost and they're, you're lost in there every day, you know, they're every day. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a process anyway, you're going through. Of, of it is a really. And, yeah. It, oh, completely. And I think that um, what I wasn't, I didn't realize were so many triggers, like when I got home, so many triggers that, you know, yeah. made me just <laughs> yeah. for a while. Like, you know, a T-shirt and, you know, a pair of boxers in the hamper that didn't get washed, you know, and just, anyway. Isn't that it was, funny, it was, the thing? Yeah, that trigger you. It, it's really, you know, and, and, and we have completely different grief things going on, but it's the same type of stuff. Like the simplest thing can trigger a memory, which can trigger a loss, which can trigger the pain, which triggers the sadness, which triggers the tear. You know, like it's such a dot connecting process. Truly. Of, it truly is. Of life, of life, really, you know, of life. 
And so, um, you know, I have also gone through a lot of changes this summer, and I'm not going to really talk about them at this point, but I was able during the time to really seek out information and study a lot on whys and whats. And I want to share a couple. Tina, Tina Alexis may be calling in to share some of her summer stuff. I'm waiting on that. But I'm going to share a couple of the people who really got me through. And mostly you can find them on Facebook or YouTube or Instagram. And one of them is an author named Rachel Hollis. And she has a book called Girl, Wash Your Face. And she basically can motivate you to, like, go all in, take massive action to change your life, and basically saying that, you know, when you're broken, when you've walked through something hard and you're out on the other side, that's how you get stronger in the arena of life. Like, that's how you get up and shine, but you, you know, because you have to sit in the hard space sometime, which is what I've been doing is sitting in the hard space. And as a result of that, you start to feel this new person emerging because she's like, tell, she tells you, like, days are going to be hard and you're going to have to sit in the hard spot. She's, like, motivating you. And then, like, at the end, she's just like, girl, wash your face, you know? And then you're like, yeah, like, wash your face. Get up. Get off the couch. Do something with your life. So if you, have, if you need motivation, like, Rachel Hollis is your girl. Like, I posted her video on our Best Life Cafe page today because I wanted to share her with you. She's She's the real deal. Really likes her a lot. That's so cool. That's so yeah. cool. I hope awesome. that Tina has the right number. Let me see what's happening. I'm checking my email to make sure. The number I gave her was six four six seven eight seven one eight four two. That's right. Oh, here she is. Hold on. Okay. Hey, Tina. Hi, gals. Hey. How are you? Great. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you. I'm um, I'm in L.A., so I'm always happiest in L.A. The sun is almost shining. How are you guys doing? You two are both in L.A., where I also am very happy every time I'm there. And for our listeners, I just want to catch you up. We have a caller today who called in. We've had her call in, Tina Alexis. She's the author of Hiding Out, a memoir of drugs, deception, and double lives. She's been on the show before, and since we were having our summer recap show, we thought it would be fun to bring her on for a few minutes and tell us what she's been doing with her summer, because I know there's some exciting stuff you've been doing. Oh, my God. So much is happening, uh, including a jackhammer, which we're going to get rid of in just a second. It's okay. <laughs> um, but, you know, it's, it's live, radio. so live, yeah. live radio is fun. Um, you know, I've had an amazing summer. Um, the book tour continues. Um, I've been doing, uh, you know, still lots of interviews and actually book clubs, which has been super fun. Because uh, I'm sure you, since you both have read the book, you can imagine the lively conversations I've been having yeah. at book club. Oh, I love that. Uh, I want to talk more about that the, sometime. Sure. Yes, we'll talk more about But um, one of the most fun book clubs I did, I Skyped with therapists in Chicago. The book club is all therapists. It was amazing. I felt, you know, wow. like on so many levels, yeah, such an in-depth conversation. It was, it was awesome. Wow. Um, yeah, so that was super fun. And then I, um, I directed my first play 
So I'm, <laughs> I've, I've directed solo shows before, um, and I've obviously done them as an actor, but I have uh, and am directing Extremities. We just got extended in Hollywood at the Broadwater Theater, and it's a super intense play. Do you guys know it? I want you to tell us about it right now. Extremities, um, well, for, for the older set, <laughs> was actually turned into a movie that Farrah Fawcett did in the 80s, but it was a play that was yep. written in 1978. It's about a woman who is uh, sexually assaulted, nearly raped, and she turns the tables on her rapist and ties him up and throws him in the fireplace and basically has a you know crisis uh, of faith and um, of action as to what to do with him. Should she kill him? Um, and her two roommates come home, and it's it's mayhem. <laughs> but it's wow. most beautiful. I know it's it's an incredible play. We play on weekends through September 29th uh, at the Broadwater in Hollywood. We got extended. We've been having sellout uh, crowds. Um, and what's amazing is we're doing talkbacks after every performance where we bring on everyone from um, where this week, this Sunday, I'm going to be moderating and in conversation with Dr. Nikki Monty, who happens to be a therapist and um, happens to be the Kardashians therapist. <laughs> so yeah, they know who she is. perfect. Yeah. Um, but we're going to be talking about the themes of the play and then, um, on September 22nd, Saturday night, I'll be the focus of the talk back with Hiding Out and how my themes uh, in my memoir sort of relate back yeah. to the play and its themes of, um, you know, trauma, forgiveness, how we move through, how we heal. Um, you know, can we forgive perpetrators? Can we forgive our families and friends who, um, you know, don't support us when we tell the truth? Yeah. Uh, which is which yeah. is a theme in the play with the friends, actually. So, yeah, lots going on. And so the last show is September 29th? Yes, that that's a said? Saturday. So far. Yes, yes. Yes, so far, exactly. We've been running for a couple months now. Um, and well, so, yes, I know the play that we have, a friend we have a friend who's coming to L.A. October 12th and 13th, and I'm trying to find a way to get there during that time. So I'm just going to put out there in the universe that your show is going to be extended, and we're going to be able and to extend it somehow. Yeah, that would be that would be amazing. Uh, no one leaves yeah. the theater the same. I I, I will tell you that it, the 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 audience and it's one of the reasons we're doing the talkbacks because I think that um, you know people can get triggered and people can get um, sort of awakened to their own um, life and experiences and and even just you know how women are treated. I I use some uh, current um, audio in the blackouts. Um, I won't give too much away, but but it uh -huh. it basically brings forward uh, using some comments by our current president and other sure. isms that have that we've witnessed in current events that relate sadly to the play's themes, um, which unfortunately still hasn't changed um, as we need them to change. So yeah, it's um, it's important in the socially true. conscious theater. Yeah, yeah. So that makes me very happy, you know. Yeah. Hey Tina, I have a question. Or yes. it's yeah. Mary. Um okay, wait. First of all, I thought you were doing it on this past Sunday, so maybe the twenty second I can come. But the other thing is we can talk about that. Um 
are men like are men participating in the talk? Like, is it is it a men and women filled audience, or is it yes. just mainly yes. women? Like, I'm just I'm just uh, curious about that. Yes. Um, so um, the it was last weekend, by the way, and we can talk about it. I did it, but I'm but the lead actress is going to interview me on the on uh, the twenty second. So that's what that was. Okay. But yes, I did want you to do that last Saturday. Um, uh, but anyway. Um, Yes, uh, the you know it's a play, and so we have um, absolutely mixed crowds of men and women uh, equally. Yeah. And what's been amazing is the response from the guys in the audience, and how uh-huh. how moved they are, because you know it's a very um, you know graphic first scene um, where you actually really feel like you're not just watching something on television, but you're obviously in the thick of this um, attempt. And the guys witnessing and then witnessing the rationale of this, um, frankly, serial rapist and and his, his maneuvers and then the little boy and the humanity that he has, which of course I had to, as a director, bring out because he is a human being, even though, yes, the fact is this writer wrote this character as a serial rapist, too, but he's a he's a man uh, who who was once a little boy. And it's just remarkable, the men that have spoken out and participated in the talkbacks yeah. and how a, a range of things, but I'd say, you know, emotion, tears, um, really heartfelt conversations coming um you know uh, among the guys and it's and and that is of course one of the goals of the play was was not just right. play but to do this play at this time so we could have talk back so we could have dialogue with men and women i because we need guys in the conversation so right yeah we are actually bringing some, uh, looking out and bringing some male guests on our show this year because we know how important the male perspective is, and we don't want to push that aside when we're trying to sort of, you know, equalize the playing field on all those levels of, of abuse, sexual, verbal, Absolutely. Um, you know, uh, workplace equality, like everything needs to be neutralized and you women can't do that by themselves. We have to have men willing to speak up and say, this is why we act this way. This is why we did what we did or why we do what we do. And how do we bring that up to a higher level of living with each other so that those aren't our truths anymore? Like, I wish I was in LA. I'm like looking at my calendar going, how can I get to this play? Like, I don't know. (laughs) But yeah, I think it's a very powerful thing you guys are doing. I'm so grateful that you came on the show and shared that today. And if there's any way either of you around since we've even been extended since when I first said, and now we're going to the 29th, um, I don't know if they've set up uh, the talkbacks for that final week, but um, they've offered me basically to be involved any night I want. So if it turns out that either of you are going to be available or in L.A. the weekend of the 29th, we'll be, we'll be performing the, the 28th and 29th, Friday and Saturday night. Maybe we could, uh, you know, do a talk back together. So that that may still work out uh, if you let me know. What? But um, yeah, what I what I was going to say, um, just to add to what what you just said, um, Kathy, about the um, the guys. You know, 
in my book, Hiding Out, um, obviously I talk about my own uh, childhood where I experienced, um, uh, you know, child abuse, uh, sexual abuse, and um, at, at the hands of um, someone outside my family, but also at the hands of family members. And I asked right. those family members um, to come on Megan Kelly with me uh, back in March when I was on her show, uh, and also if they would be willing to be to do any press with me at any time. And it is for that exact reason. You know, yeah. the, the reason to tell your story is to not just, you know, heal yourself, but it's also to give other people permission, uh, including perhaps those that harmed you. You know, maybe there are some that, right. uh, and I think that, that, you know, they've got their own history. Um, in the case of the of play course. that I'm doing, you know, this, I was just going to say this 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 character Raul, you know, he has his own history. No doubt he had been abused based on the way the writer portrays him. So the guys have a story too and and they're not always the perpetrator, yeah. they're often the victim. They just don't feel exactly. uh, I think safe, right? Well, what I was going to just say was that one of the these things that stood out to me was Ileana Van Zant uh, had a quote in the Super Soul Sunday Wisdom book that Oprah put out, and it said, hurt people hurt people. And yes. that line really helped me understand a person who hurt me. So I was like, you know, if if you can look at a person who's hurting you, acting out of their own hurt, and you can see them morph in a compassionate light, it does help you heal, and it also helps them heal. And that's, it's hard to get there, but that's where people have to start getting. And that's where your play kind of really can help, with especially with the talkbacks and the discussions of bringing people together and bringing it. I, I'm, I don't know if I can make it, but wow, it sure sounds like something that would be right up my alley. <laughs> yes, yeah. Yeah, you learn a lot. Yeah. I had a Jungian um, therapist who I was in conversation with, Catherine Bainbridge. I don't know if you know her, but she's from L.A. And and she just talked about trauma and how um, we hold trauma in the body. And so even, um, you know, at times where just for the audience themselves, like now I know from her coming to a talk back early on that it, when I'm moderating, I always make sure that I literally have the audience sort of take a breath and and sort of connect with their body because as as we know the body doesn't know the difference between a movie or it happening live the body doesn't the mind the frontal lobe does but the but the bo- the body and the spine and all of those uh fight or flight uh, mechanisms they don't know the difference between witnessing an attempted rape and it happening and so it's very important and that was a such an eye opener and so people whether it's happened to someone or you know is close to someone who's watching it or not you're affected deeply and if you have any trauma in your history you know it's it's and then it just dawned on me that that happens in life every day with all of us the triggers when we're not even aware and people are reacting to us in their car and it's like but what happened to them why are they behaving that way they just got triggered because oh. I what didn't let them in, <laughs> you know. Yeah, yeah. They just yeah. squeaked right. at me That's like a right. maniac because I didn't let them in front of me or something. And it's like, what's up, you know? And hurt people wow. do hurt people, and hurt people need to get help. Yeah, and and yep. feel and okay with accepting where they are, 
and getting that's the help right. that they need. And, and that's a humbling experience. But in my opinion, a humble is the best way to get healed. If you can get humble and, and own your your hurts and own your actions and behaviors and just walk through and, and make amends, then you can heal yourself mm-hmm. and be on top of the game again. And Because nobody wants to be that person either, the person that's hurting somebody, the person no. who's ugly and sad. You know, they're not happy. Absolutely. They don't want that to be their truth. And so no. it's really just, well, I could sit and talk to you for an hour. So I'm like already thinking we're going to get Tina. We're going to get you back on the show in a month or so. And, oh, I'd love and that. Really have this, I'd love and that. really have this conversation because we're going to have some men on and we're going to start bringing some of this to light as not a platform, but like there's going to be some discussions about bridging the gap here because it's important to both Carrie and I. Carrie's had her own experiences. I've had different experiences, but we've both been there for sure. Yeah. And me too has to move, you know, to the next stage. And it's, it's been absolutely imperative that, and is that men and women who have been hurt should have their rage. It's a very necessary step in the process of healing, but there are other stages and it's up to people like you guys, you know, who have the platform and me who has the platform to start saying, wait a second, everybody have your rage, but come on, we got to have the guys in the conversation. We want to encourage the guys who have been hurt to, you know, give themselves permission for their own vulnerability because that's important too, that they get to be soft while we get to also own our power. You know, that's what balance is. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. (laughs) On that note. On that light note. But, Tina, but, thank you for uh, hopping you on. So much. We'll get in touch yes. with you off site and yeah, connect. Thank you again very much. Have a blessed Beautiful. day. Thank you, ladies. Talk to you soon. All right, bye, Tina. Bye bye. Wow. All right then. Hello? Are you there? Okay, we only have a few more minutes. I had so much more today. I'm going to save for another show, but uh, that was exciting and such a good conversation. And can I just say, I Tina Alexis was on Megan Kelly. Like what? When she said that, I'm like, Megan Kelly. We love her. I love Megan Kelly. Um. All right. All right. Read a card and read a Wayne Dyer, and then tell everybody to have an amazing day. Yeah, okay, so I am shuffling the cards right now, so give me a minute. I want everyone to take a second, close your eyes real quick if you're not driving, and just make a statement about what you need to hear an answer for, because these are the Angel Answer Cards by Doreen Virtue and Radley Valentine, and that card I picked was Communicate Clearly. So there's something Mm -hmm. going on. Communication needs to say it requires precise communication. Don't assume the others involved understand what you want or need. In person is preferable, but if that's not possible, make sure that your communication method is very thorough. This card indicates there has been a miscommunication, and clearing up misunderstandings can heal the situation so that everyone can move forward happily. Well, that's probably for me. <laughs> Next. <laughs> Oh, my God. Well, let's sign off with a beautiful Wayne Dyer quote because it is Wednesday. It's Wayne Dyer Wednesday. We actually just had the – we just passed the um, third anniversary of his transition, um, and that was um, 
in like a couple weeks ago or just two weeks ago. So, um, okay. So when you squeeze an orange, you get orange juice because that's what's inside. The very same principle is true about you. When someone squeezes you, puts pressure on you, what comes out is what's inside. And if you don't like what's mm. inside, you can change it by changing your thoughts. Read that last one so, one more time. You fade it out. Oh, okay. So um, when someone squeezes you, puts pressure on you, what comes out is what's inside. And if you don't like what's inside, you can change it by changing your thoughts. There you go. All right. Love it. Okay, my dear Sherry, have a blessed Los Angeles day. And to all of our listeners hanging in there with us this summer, thank you for all your support. Subscribe, share, review. We love you. If you want to be on our show, reach out, Kathy at KathyAnello.com. And we would just love to have you. Aloha, everybody. Talk to you next week. Bye.